Welcome back to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. As we mentioned, um, launched a new blog this week called The Hustle and was really, I couldn't think of a better person to kick it off than our next guest who's here with us now. Her name is Jordan and she is the founder of Mend Jewelry. And from the moment I met her, I just thought, wow, like this is a perfect example of kind of a new breed of a business founder. But who, didn't you think she probably must be a lot older than she is? I did not. Is? I did oh, not really think that. Didn't? No, because I saw no, her. No, she's saw right her. here and she's very <laughs> youthful and no, adorable. I mean, if you didn't oh, see her. if you her, read about no, it. No, yes, if you just yes, read yes. about it, right. you'd figure, oh, well, that's somebody who's been around for a while and really knows how to go right. get things. And she is 24. Four? 24, 24. 25, and that, 25 oh, this year. Oh, yeah. okay. well, this well, year. All right, yes. we're going to let her talk. But the art, <laughs> the art of the blog post is how I locked in venture capital at age 24. Mm-hmm. We put a link up if you want to read it. Thank you for contributing, by the way, finding yeah. time to write on top of making jewelry and running a business. <laughs> yeah, she had nothing I, to do. <laughs> a big deal. No, I thought it was really important to share just the story of getting funding because it was unexpected. And I did get it when I was 24 because it was at the end of last year. Yeah. I did turn 25 in April. So, yeah. But still, I'm fairly young, yes. Well, yes. take us through the, the process. You had a regular day job, but mm-hmm. you... What was a regular day job? I was a project manager at a startup technology agency. And that's what I got my degree in oh, okay. was in uh, strategic communications and i graduated oh, that in, helps yeah oh for sure yeah. i have a marketing brain for sure yeah. but yeah i was working as a project manager before and i started mend in january of last year which just seems like oh, five years goodness. ago but yeah. it was only last year and i wanted to one i couldn't afford an mba but i wanted to take my interest in design and jewelry and create a brand that was beautiful worked with significant uh, gemstones but then connected women Uh, to the jewelry that they Mm -hmm. were buying. So I started on the side like a crazy person because I was working 60-hour weeks Mm. at this agency, which can be a very demanding job. And then every weekend, 30 hours that I could just fit into my weekend, I was putting it towards starting my business. Mm -hmm. And was jewelry something that you always loved or thought you eventually wanted to, to do? Yes. There is a picture of me in a ballet class when I was four and I was wearing a watch. And my mom was like, you couldn't even tell time. Why are you wearing a watch? Yeah. But looks I think, good. Yeah. I think I've always I've always accessorized. There's phases where I went through an earring phase or really gaudy jewelry. And I think it's because both of my grandma and both my dad and mom's side wore jewelry and my grandma on my dad's side passed so along a lot it. of jewelry. Absolutely. And I think it's really timeless. Mm-hmm. And I think because my grandma, she's she's now passed, but she has all this jewelry and I, I wear certain pieces and I think about her. So there's something really timeless about jewelry and it's fun. I mean, Harmony, you're wearing one I of my pieces am, and it looks beautiful. And I love it. I just absolutely love it. <laughs> and you, you saw that at the, at did, the at pop-up the, that we at Harbor right, Market Harbor when Market we were at, at the, the pool and yacht club, club a couple yes. weeks ago. And yeah. I just loved it. Well, I, lo- I mean, the first time I saw it, first of all, I love that. I mean, your jewelry is accessible. I mean, mm-hmm. the price points are, you know, pretty reasonable. I don't know if that was something that was important to you or, mm-hmm. but I mean, the colors, the sizes, I mean, they really kind of work for, mm-hmm. for everybody. How well, did you, how did you like kind of decide what direction you were going to take with it? That's a really good question. So before I started Mend, I had a previous jewelry brand called Striking Gold and I sold on Etsy and I took like heirlooms and I sold and I just, it didn't go anywhere because I wasn't focused on what I was trying to achieve. And with Mend, To your point, what I was trying to figure out was how do I make jewelry that's of good quality, of Mm -hmm. a reasonable price, but isn't too 
cheapy. Like it right. wasn't your $10 necklace, but it wasn't your $150 yeah. necklace. It was kind of playing in that sweet spot. But then color, you know, Iris Apfel is one of my inspirations and she's not afraid of wearing color and how do I design pieces that are dainty but fun so you don't have to be a colorful person to want to wear a hot pink necklace. So and you got to meet Iris Apfel. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Where were you? So I actually just got back from New York on Wednesday. I was doing a big trade show there. It was like a four-day trade show. Mm-hmm. I'm like coming Wait, off the high of that. And you won an award. <laughs> yeah, I won Best New Product at New York Now. Which Isn't that was great? Wow, congratulations. So unexpected. There was probably 200 other brands in my category. Oh, you're kidding. Super competitive. And they kind of just surprised me. Like 10 people came into my booth with a camera. And they're oh like, are God. you men? I was like, yes. Why? What, what happened? What I, do? <laughs> I was like, I followed all the rules. I did yeah. all my paperwork. <laughs> um, but yeah, I won that award. It was a really successful show. And then Iris just came up with a book and I bought the book and she was signing at New York Now, which was yeah. in Javits. And I met her. I gave her a necklace. I have this really beautiful red and blue rosary that I gave her and she's just so awesome. She's so little. I was so surprised to see how small she oh, was. Yeah. Well, but, you can't tell because she's always loaded down with oh, a million bracelets. Her bangles, and, yeah. I was like, are you lifting weights? I'm surprised she wasn't more buff based on the <laughs> level of like, the weight of the, the accessories yeah, she was wearing. Right. But I just love her view on life. She's just so colorful and she, I feel like, was one of the first entrepreneurs. She created the wallpaper that didn't exist. Like, yeah. she is responsible mm-hmm. for all of the textured wallpapers that we see now. And Yeah, people, I don't think a lot of people realize you know they mm-hmm. know her now but don't necessarily realize all she had done yeah and like her views on aging is really refreshing and she's just there's something really beautiful about aging just you know organically and the fact that she got all of her fame when she was in her 60s like it's right women just don't have to stop at a certain age like you can keep going even past the time that society tells us we can't Absolutely. We're talking to Jordan Diorio of Mend Jewelry, um, which is sold online and now going to be in Martin Patrick 3. Yes, Martin and, Patrick. And Nordstrom. So I'm, So this is exciting. Um, so I did a pop-up at Nordstrom in April, and they've invited me back in October. So ah. I'll be doing another event there. Um, and I love how that came about. Mm-hmm. That is one of my favorite things about you, that you just like walked in and asked. You know, sometimes you have to ask for what right? you want. I mean, I feel like there's a good lesson to learn. I've learned very quickly that if you don't ask, you don't get. You're right. And I remember uh, I was with my business partners and we were getting lunch at the Nordstrom's in Ridgedale. Mm-hmm. And they were like, hey, so how do we get into like a Nordstrom's? And I was like, I don't know. Let me go ask. So after lunch, I just <laughs> I called down the store manager. The store manager like thought she knew me. I was like, no, 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 we've never met. You don't have to pretend to know me. But I. I knew I was like, I have 30 seconds to convince her why I should do a pop up here. So I had all my pictures ready of what my display looks like. I was wearing my product. Yeah. And I've also learned that the easier you make the yes, the easier people are, are inclined to say yes. So sure. I said, I'll do all the work. You just loan me the space. Here's a time slot. I'll put together all the marketing assets. Just please let me train your team. Like I will make this a success for oh you. My and, you s- and basically you were saying, could I come and do a, yes. a pop-up? Can I do a trunk at, show yes. at, at the, the Ridgedale store? store? Which yes. is pretty unusual for a brand that isn't carried at mm-hmm. Nordstrom to get to do that. Yeah. And I think what, what I thought, one, I thought Mend was a good fit because the price point there wasn't considered expensive, but the quality fit Nordstrom's. Mm-hmm. But also my experience of working in the startup innovation world is I've seen that 
retail struggling, especially big stores. Mm -hmm. So if I can position myself in a way where Nordstrom's can say, oh, we've got this local designer, we're going to bring in more traffic. I find a way to fit myself in a place where retail's trying to revive itself a little bit. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Was it it successful? Yes. She said yes. Oh, but also here's, here's the key. So when I gave her my pitch, she said, okay, follow up with more information. So I called her every Friday for three weeks until she said yes. So she said yes, oh, but she didn't give me a okay. date. So someone could say yes, but yeah. it's not real until it's a I theoretical have a date. yes. Yes. Yeah. And I don't stop until I hear no. So she said yeah. yes, but it wasn't like here's the here's date. Here's the date. Right. So I kept calling her until she was like, Oh my God, okay. Leave me alone. April seventh <laughs> is your date. <laughs> and um I think what happened for the October show they've invited me for is I think corporate got wind of the success of it and they're like Let's bring you back and we'll have you work with a buyer and see. So this is, to me, this is the goal. Absolutely. And this is going to be at Ridgedale again when you go back? This is going to be at Ridgedale. And it really went well. It went really well. I sold out of product and I was only there for four hours. Oh my goodness. But this is interesting also as you talk about, you know, retail struggling and everything. I mean, you're on the circuit. You've been doing Mm pop-ups. And I think part of the charm right now is for people meeting you and seeing the the person behind the brand. Oh, she can sell it. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, (laughs) so what, what does that tell you about retail? today do you need stores to be a success as a jewelry designer not necessarily i don't know if the long-term vision for me is to have an actual store maybe i think everything should you should follow the data and i think we live in a world where we are so data driven so when i did new york now i noticed that i skewed more east coast that's where a lot of the stores that pick me up versus west coast or even down south so how many stores did you pick up 25 wow so you're yeah. going from one to twenty-five. How in many the course people of this are week? going to help you make all of this? Yeah, jewelry? you got a lot of necklaces <laughs> to make, girl. <laughs> Do this yourself. Um, so I actually just signed an agreement with a uh, production house in New York. It's an all-female team because that was the biggest question my um, business partners had. Was they were like, "Who is going to make the mend necklaces yeah. when you no longer can be the mend maker?" Well, that's really cute. Mend that maker. Was cute, that's yeah. the name oh, of them. The mend makers. Write that down. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Trademark it. <laughs> Check that off. Um, but that was one of the first things. And before I even left or left for New York now, that was the first plan was production. So I have a team. I work with them and they can make the pieces and it's made in the U.S. by women. Up, which was wow. Up till important. now, have you literally been sitting there with the beads and yes. putting them on the string and all that sort of stuff? Yes, it's been a lot of late nights yeah. in my apartment with my boyfriend. He's a very understanding man, stepping mm-hmm. on I jump rings. So. <laughs> so understanding that he's holding the phone right now, <laughs> recording you, nodding yes. He is an Instagram husband, yeah. as we were discussing an earlier. To be. Or, Instagram, I'm sorry, Instagram boyfriend. Down. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Jumping the gun. How long, is he, excited. How, long, how long has he been your boyfriend? Seven years. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wait, wait. Oh Who do we have gosh. to get off the stick here? I mean, jeez. Oh. Leave him alone. I will Leave tell you, though, I'm one of seven, so I grew up in a big Italian family, and we call it the Diorio Decade, where they are, all my siblings date their significant other for 10 years before they get married. Because well, we have to be it. sure, you know. Well, wow. yeah. I dated my husband for six weeks. <laughs> Wow. Right? Yeah. I always said my mother could never say anything if I rushed yeah. into a relationship, which I did not. But no. yeah, wow. six weeks. Yeah. How about so that? I think it's time. So, <laughs> <laughs> but Jordan, about your jewelry. Yes. Um, so wh- I, I loved what I love that you're sort of, I mean, you, you it's not just that you're making jewelry. You mm-hmm. really have a, a brand vision. And I think mm-hmm. that's probably what helped you get financing. And, and mm-hmm. I think what's so interesting is, 
I mean, a decade ago, I don't know that most people making jewelry were even thinking I could get venture capital. Mm-mm. I just think that things have changed so much. We're living in the Shark Tank era. It's just a different mindset. Would you agree? I 100% agree. I would not exist without the internet, number one. Mm-hmm. So 10 years ago, this would not be a reality. But you have to be more than just a brand. You have to have a bigger purpose. And I told my business partners when I met them, I was like, this was never about jewelry. It was about me trying to start a business as a young woman to make the statement that you don't need a ton of resources. You don't need to know everybody in this city to start a business and grow it successfully. I mean, I'm not from Minneapolis. I grew up in Illinois and I moved here and I was able to go to school, get a job out of college and then start a business and then get venture capital funding. And I didn't, and I grew my own network. So I think that, I want to more make a statement with this business. Like, yes, I love jewelry. I'm passionate about jewelry mm-hmm. and that's never going to go away. But the purpose is about showing other women that they can take a leap and they can do it. They just have to work really hard. Do for you it. see wow. yourself continuing with jewelry or do you have ambitions beyond the jewelry? Yes. What those ambitions are. I don't know. I think that when we when I agreed this partnership with my uh, business partners, they were like, Let's try this out. Let's see, can we realistically grow the jewelry business um, to the level that we want? And Mm -hmm. I think, again, data will prove if that's realistic or not. I'm working with someone that's doing an insight analysis on the jewelry industry as a whole to see, like, what's realistic. And if it doesn't work out, they said, then we'll just start something else. So Mm, I think this is a perfect example of Shark Tank. They're not interested in the brand. They're interested in the person. So that was very flattering to me because they didn't know me. They found me, my business partner found me through a coworker at my job and yeah. his wife was wearing my necklace and this, my business partner goes, where is that necklace from? She goes, oh, it's men jewelry. Oh. And she was like, okay, well, who's behind it? Cause I need to meet her. Amazing. It's Jordan, congrats on all the Thank early you. success. It really is inspiring and fun to watch. And the jewelry is great and really oh, fun to is. wear. I love it. So I've you. given Thank pieces you. already as gifts and I have several of my own. Check it out at mendjewelry.com. We also have a link to, to Jordan's blog post about how she landed venture capital at age 24. That's on the hustle. I hope you'll right again yes i'm gonna lock that in right oh, now yeah, i'm not gonna it. take notes yeah Jordan. that's no. her daytime right? job yeah. Yeah. <laughs> tell me the date and i'll have it delivered okay. two days before oh wow <laughs> i will hold you to that thanks for being here